that is annulled. Annulled completely. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. At the end of this meeting, I'm going to pray for us. Um, consigning this month of December, I'm going to I'm going to pray as I'm led by the Spirit. There's going to be an activation this night. There's going to be an activation this night, and what I mean by that as well is that we're going to have a court session here tonight because what we're teaching today is very practical. It's not something that is theoretical. So please just welcome. Okay, let's come back to the room and just greet somebody. Just make sure you see somebody's face. <clears throat> and with a warm handshake and a kind smile, please. Make sure you smile. Uh -uh, one is handshake, the other one is, is you shook one and you. So this one is your guy. <laughs> so is this Sandra is this guy. So give Sandra an uncle. <laughs> I was thinking you would give her an uncle too. Ah! Now allow Pastor Sam throw our mic away. <laughs> Saying Junior Victor. As well, nice to see you guys, and so happy to see you. Like, how did she come? You brought her, like, how? How? School as well? Oh, wow, student as well. God needs to, God will deposit enough money in this house next year so that. So that students will be comfortable. <laughs> because you know that you know that when you are around like this, you just remember there's fees and exam and this and that and chai. Alright, we have plans by the grace of God. We will do a lot. We'll do a lot next year. We trust God. We trust God for so much next year. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe God is opening something up with the students. I don't know. You never can tell. But one thing I know is this, everybody that is in this meeting is a product of prayer. Everybody here now is a product of prayer. And I don't know, anyone that is not here, I don't know why they're not here, but everybody that is here, I intentionally cried to God. I said, those that truly need what you're delivering today, wherever they are, even if we have not seen them, and I'm seeing somebody that I have not seen before, you understand they should appear in the house you know so it's a beautiful thing and pastor sam was not here last week and he's here this week john was not here last week and he's here this week you know it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing i'm really really happy to see you guys today um last week we gave the hint about the year 2023 <laughs> we it's not in 2023 that god will start telling you about 2023. God does not talk about 2023 only on crossover night. Then, then God will keep quiet and say, I won't talk, oh, crossover night, I will not come and, oh, no, 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 no. So if you, if you want to really have an idea of what 2023 will look like, try and listen to that, to that, um, to that note, that message. It, it, it's 2023 in view and um, personally, 
I've listened to it how many times now? Just listening and listening. Because remember, I told you, <clears throat> excuse me, I told you guys that usually when I'm here, I'm not the one doing the talking. It's a spirit. My mouth is just a vessel. It just passed through me to do the thing. So that's why even me, I have to go and listen for myself. In fact, I said last week that I need what I'm teaching more than you. And that is why I don't joke with it. So that is why some of you may think that it is high for you, but I think, am I, am I too high? Very relatable, right? Most of the things I teach are relatable. But you know, I can make it look complex. And you now start wondering like, you know, somebody is not deep because he's using big, big words to speak. You're deep when you can take big things and just explain them simply. Jesus is the deepest teacher ever. How do we know that he's the deepest teacher ever? He will teach mysteries with tiny, like, things that you can understand. Things like the kingdom of God, as complex as the kingdom of God. If Jesus will use um, a grain of mustard seed to teach. Ah, it doesn't make sense to the natural man. But this guy was so deep that he could take the whole of the kingdom and see it in a seed. Take the whole of a kingdom and see it in something. So, um, I think we're going to have a good time tonight. Oh. I want to start from here. We're going to do a lot of reading today. So, please pay attention. But we'll not stay. Okay. We have about 30 minutes. We're going to read Genesis chapter 6. Bibles, if you don't have a Bible, you don't have a Bible, what happened? Is it, are you still on? You sure? Don't worry, just make do with what we have. It's fine. Genesis chapter 6, you don't have a Bible. But you have a phone. Blood of God. Genesis chapter 6. We're going to read um, from verse 8. Oh, no, let's, let's start from verse 7. <clears throat> And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from where? The face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. It repented me that I have made them. Now that means at this time, the scene of man was just, was just crazy. Like crazy, like when we say crazy, I mean crazy, crazy, crazy. That even God has to say, ah, I wish I did not create man. Have you been in that kind of situation before when you just say, I wish I didn't know this person. I didn't meet this guy. I didn't meet this girl. Like, ah, God forbid. 
God is in that place where he was like, I wish I didn't. If I say, Pastor Sam is a nice man. He knows how to sing. He knows how to play the piano. Man, this guy is so anointed. Have you met this guy? This guy is powerful and da 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 da. But, do you think it is the praises I want to tell you about? What I want to really tell you about is the thing coming after the bot. Huh? Because they say, this person good or but. They're not, they're not telling you about the good person. They want to tell you the bot part. But he too stubborn. But she too, but. So is that but? So anywhere you see but, it means there's a change in something. Something is twisting. Something is shifting. Something is trying to find a new pathway. So you see, though the earth at this point was looking very weird, but, verse 8, but Noah, but Noah found grace. He didn't celebrate it. He found it. Found grace where? In the eyes of the Lord. The Lord there is all capital letters. So that means in the eyes of Yahweh. yod Hey, vav Hey, or yod Hey, wah Hey. Any of them is correct. Verse 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah did what? And Noah did what? Worked with God. Is it was it only Enoch that worked with God? It was not just Enoch that worked with God. Working with God has been the original idea. When God calls a person, the major thing He wants from you is to do what? Work with Him. Because everything you need and you will ever require is in your walking with him. Precious Holy Spirit. In the book of Genesis chapter 2, you see after God had made man, breathing into his nostrils and all those kind of things. Should I touch on these a bit? Let's, let's go to Genesis chapter 5. Let me, let, me, let me just touch something quickly. I, I, I'm going somewhere. <clears throat> Genesis 5 you, you see verse 22 he said and Enoch walked with God after he be, after he begat Methuselah yeah I just wanted to show you that Enoch walked with God Enoch walked with God now um, verse verse 24 and Enoch did what walked with God and he was not for God took him there are very important things here I told you earlier on um, some time back I said the Hebrew word for walk is what no that is for the other one for the Hebrew word for walk, when we're talking about priesthood, halak. I said it's what? 
halak. And halak has the hay, the lament, and the calf. I'm going to break that down for you shortly. What that means. Oh, precious Holy Spirit. Enoch walked with God and was not. For God did what? Question I always ask is, God took him to where? Was it heaven God took Enoch to? Did Enoch go to heaven? Enoch never went to heaven. Ah. Uh -huh. For the sake of our sister now, because before she told me that her microphone and say, this, Sandra, you just carry me, come meet all these people with the, eh? Is that Sandra that, you know, there are times where some people will just log out and they'll still be laughing with you, but they have zoned out. In their mind, they're like, I beg, share grace, Moku go house. That's why I want everybody to see Bible. Don't mind me, I'm just trying to, John chapter, actually John chapter 3, right? I think I read the scripture before here. John chapter 3. Okay, yes. John chapter 3 verse 13. Please, I want all of us to... Is your Bible, is it, is it in red there? Is in red. Okay, maybe what I should do is... So if it's in red, there, it shows that who is speaking here now? Jesus is speaking. Verse 13. John chapter 3, verse 13. He said, and no man, was Enoch a man? Huh? Abraham a man? Adam a man? And he said, and no man, Elijah a man, and no man hath ascended where? Up to heaven. But Enoch was not for God, took him where? To where? And Jesus said, no man has what? Ascended to where? To heaven. So the question now is, where did God take Enoch to? I guess you know, I have explained this before. I said, Enoch is not the first man that God took. Hello? Was Enoch the first man God took? No. Who is the first man God took? Who was the first man God took? No. No. Adam. I want you to see it from scriptures. Go back to Genesis. I want... This is the last one, so I want to be a little bit more intentional. And then we can wrap everything up. Genesis chapter 2. I've explained that there are two gardens in that scenario. There is a garden that is eastward in Eden. And then there is a garden called Eden. You know there are two gardens, right? But they are all one. And then there is Adam's world. Hmm. Okay. Just for the sake of, of maybe, you know, sometimes some people may listen to your teaching and they've not listened to the previous one. And as a result of that, they may not have an understanding or a, a foundation of what you are doing. So coming in, they might just be confused and all that. So sometimes it's good to backtrack, to just carry everybody along. Now, verse 
verse 8, Genesis chapter 2, verse 8. You see what it said here? And the Lord God what? Planted a garden where? No, 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 no. The Lord planted a garden where? Eastward where? In Eden. So there is Eden and there is what? Eastward in Eden. There is Eden and there is what? Eastward in Eden. The Lord God planted a garden where? Eastward where? In Eden. So it's not Eden. It was eastward. So does that suggest that it's different from Eden? Is it different? Eastward means... Yeah? Okay. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden and there he put the man... The womb he had formed. So where did God actually put the man? Eastward in Eden. Hello? Enoch was not. For God what? Took him. Now you see God planted a garden eastward in Eden and there he put the man that he had made. Please pay close attention here. This thing I'm saying is very, very fundamental. If you are going to walk with God. So he put man eastward in Eden so that man will walk with him and then when man is walk with him when man walk with him then he will put verse 15 he put the man where he sword in Eden verse 15 what does he say and the Lord God and the Lord God did what took the man and put him where into the garden that is eastward in Eden. It was in Eden now. You see a narrative changing here. It, it, he put the man that he had formed where? Eastward in Eden. And then something transpired between verse 2 up until verse 15. Then he took the man. Just the way Enoch walked with God and was not. For God did what? Took Enoch. Where did God take Adam to? God took Adam to where? Eden. So where definitely did God take Enoch to? God took Enoch where to where? But why Eden? Why Eden? Why not heaven? The Hebrew word for took there is what? You said it correctly earlier on. Laka. Laka is the Hebrew word there. And what does that word mean? It means proposal of marriage do you understand why you are called the bride of Christ Adam is supposed to become the bride of Christ but because Adam did not maintain his position in walking with God he was deceived from his walk with God he no longer was fit to be the bride of Christ but that has been the idea. You walk, and then he proposed marriage to you, and then you get. So what was happening? Enoch was a type of a kind of man that is coming in the last day. That's what Enoch was. Enoch was a type of a man. That's why, how many years did he live? 365 years. How many days do we have? 365 days. But he lived 300 he was a type of man showing a man that will be coming 
And this man is going to be the bride of Christ. And for you to be the bride of Christ, you must walk with him. So Enoch was not, for God took him. Elijah also was taken. I want to show you some things in scripture that this word took has a lot to do with marriage. You see Abimelech, when he wanted to take um, the wife of Abraham, the Bible said Abimelech took Sarai. What's the word for took there? The Hebrew word there is still lakar. So he wanted to marry her. I'm going to talk to you today on, I'll just introduce it. Introduction to trading floors. Introduction to what? Introduction to what? Trading floors. I know this one, it's strange, like, but please, open your ears as though your life depends on what you're about to hear. Please listen attentively. Don't be distracted. Don't let anything distract you. We are in a moment right now in the spirit. Kingdoms expand through trade. Every kingdom expands through what? Trade. Do you know that right now, I was hearing all their wonderful voices just now. But we're just inside this room. This is just a platform here. Who knows this platform? Only the angels and maybe a few people out there. Then just imagine now, next week Sunday, the both of them, as they were singing earlier on here now, they are the same people singing in maybe like a... A crusade that is holding in stadium. Oh, what happened after that? You beg to meet them again now. You you to invite them for program. It has standard has changed. What what really changed the standard? What changed the standard was the platform. That means. The trading floor is a platform where things are exchanged. We are always trading, but we don't know. All of us, every single thing we do on earth right now is a trade that is taking place. But because we don't know, we... How many of you, you have never bought anything in your life? Never. Everything you just feel like it's even just fall from heaven. Ah, celebrate great, celebrate great, celebrate great. No, no, no. You go, in fact, even coming here today, you pay transport, right? Trade. Something must be exchanged for something. And I started by saying the original idea of what God is doing with man is what man will walk with him. And what is the Hebrew word for walk? I said what? Ha-lak. I'm in am. Can I say I'm walking with this young man? 
and I am in that place where Washomachi is, and I say I'm taking a walk with him. No, I'm taking a huh? You see, husband and wife. Wife is ahead. Husband is here. Trust me, the woman is not beautiful like that. So the man is trying to say, go first, I'll join you. You you get the but if the woman is really poor, poor, ah, you see the guy who hold his hand back. Even though he's still looking after that women, no bet. Everybody must see that this is this is my so to walk with God is not you are not you see he that are, he that dwelt in the secret place of the Almighty shall abide under the he that dwelt in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow and I said shadow means you have to be so close you have to be so he's talking about intimacy so walking with God has a lot to do with intimacy and I said last week that the year 2023 has a lot to do with intimacy with God if you are not intimate with God in the year 2023, you will get the shock out of your life. You will be speaking in tongues and you are receiving the shock. And you are wondering, how did it happen? Boom, it happened. You are saying, another one happened. Because it is not tongues that will solve the problem. It is intimacy. Because it's in the place of intimacy, you see the heart of the Father, and then you can map it into anything. That was how David lived. And he said, he's rebuilding the tabernacle of wood. Of David. So we are trading every day. Let me just show you some simple examples of trade. And I said I'm just introducing it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to like go deep into trading floors, talking about the different kinds of trading floors. I'll just try to just introduce it. Now what was Adam doing with God? When Adam was put eastward in Eden, what was he doing with God? Walking with God. How do we know? If you notice when Adam fell, the Bible said the Spirit of the Lord, that, 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 that Adam heard the voice of God did, doing what? Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3. Let's just see quickly, 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 quickly. Genesis 3, because of time, I'm just going to be a little bit fast. Verse 8, And they heard the voice of the Lord, God, Doing what? Walking in the garden. Can the voice just be walking by itself? Walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife, what? Hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. No, no. This is the same voice that anytime they hear they are so excited they can't wait to hear the voice but now they are walking with the voice but this time around when the voice came to fellowship to walk with them all of a sudden they are nowhere to be found where are you a trade has taken place and what was the trade about I want to take you out of your walk with God. And walking with God suggests what? In intimacy. So if I can get you out of your walk with God, I'm cool. I can give you house. I can give you cars. I can give you estates. I can give you stuffs.
But the only goal I want, the only desire I have is to take you out of that place of working with God. Because the original idea is to do what? Work with God does not joke with working with him. Working with God is very important. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hmm. So the devil came and met Eve and did business with Eve. What did I'm still punctuating again? Does the devil trade? Does the devil trade? Yes. If you read the book of Ezekiel, you see by the multitude of your trading, you notice that the devil was a trader. You see, most of these pastors that they they give prophecy for money. Huh? Uh, <laughs> please be careful where you go to, guys. I'm telling you the truth. Be careful where you go to. Seriously, be careful where you go to. Most people are trading on the devil's trading floor and they have no idea. The devil was a covering cherub. So the devil knows a lot. At a point, if the devil opens up revelation about God, will flow to people. You open revelation about God will flow to people. At a point, he started trading with that. That's why he now felt he could be as who? The most high. By the multitude of that trading. So you see a pastor, he's coming, looking at this guy. Just think, ah, this guy will get money on. So, let me cook one prophecy for him now that will sweet him so that he will, he will sow a seed. And I cook the prophecy. I give him the man. Oh, man of God, man of God. And he gave me money. I have traded on the devil's trading floor. Anytime a trade takes place, something is exchanged. You and I, we all have eternal inheritance. We have physical inheritance and we have eternal what? Inheritance. What is your eternal inheritance? Your eternal inheritance are mostly those things that God has said about you that you are going to become. But yet, right now, you don't look like it. It's an inheritance. Most times, because these things are not tangible, we don't know their value and we lose them. Take for example, I've used this instance before here. I said, if they give you $10 million, it was even prosper, I, I even said that day, $10 million, and they say, see wisdom, see $10 million, right now, right here, what will you do? Who wisdom app? I beg you, wisdom, go one side, who wisdom app? In fact, you even insult wisdom, your far because of God I'll just I'll just uh, you are wise you are wise why 
because you don't know the value of wisdom we know that ah money will solve money will solve some problems right now but it could be that money that will take you to your early grave because all of a sudden the guy will go and buy one car that is bigger than him and then carry all the babes in town and then they're coming back from club they see somebody's fence and think it's an expressway everybody charging to the fence and the next thing they see themselves in, in the hospital what happened what happened how did we get here how do, is that money that the person collected which if the person had wisdom wisdom would have told him today you're not going out and yet wisdom formed the world so because we don't know this inheritance that we have most times when we are given trivial things on earth we throw them away and see anytime you throw away an inheritance to gain something temporal god hates you for that adam had inheritance what was the inheritance adam had the word of god that adam was to hold the command was don't eat the day you eat that is something like an inheritance if you lose it Adam, don't eat this thing. And Adam said, no, that's the one I want to eat. You know, man can be very stupid sometimes. You tell him, man, don't do this. Is that thing that you say, don't do. He will just go and do it. Some of us are like that as well. In fact, some will say, me, I stop or no. Now, waiting and go do You won't tell me. Some people, they will just want to show you that you cannot talk to them to do this thing. They just want to prove you, you know. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Keep the word. Keep it. Keep it. Shamar that word. But he did not shamar the word. He threw the word away and then now he's messed up. His life is completely scattered. No hope again. Trading. Every day we do this thing. See another simple trade. Esau was a young man that was hungry. Esau had birthright. But Esau did not know the value of what? Birthright. Have you heard any scripture say, Esau have I hated? Have you heard God saying, I hate Esau? Yes, God said, he hates Esau. Why did he hate Esau? Simple. Esau did not know the value of that right. What is that right? Everything that God has said that you are going to become is a bad right. So Esau was hungry. Hungry. Doing like he's going to die. He's going to die and say, Jacob, Roger, Abek, help me with that. And he says, and Jacob, Jacob is a smart guy, seeing into the future, knows the value. That's why you could see him wrestling with an angel. The only thing he wants, don't give me anything, just bless me. Unless you bless me, I will never leave you. He knew the power of intangible things that are inheritances 
in the kingdom. Esau didn't value it. He said, Jacob said, give me your bed right. Esau said, bed right, come. I beg you. I'll give you my birthright, my children's birthright, all my generation. I beg. It's sounding funny, but we do these things every day. We do these things every day. It's sounding like, oh, that is issue. No, 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 no. If you have to cheat a man to get something done, to solve your immediate problem now. You have solved your problem right now, but you have no idea of what you have done to your DNA. You have written a code inside your DNA that will be passed to your children. God said, I have visited the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generation. How do you think he visited them? Just pass the code into the DNA and that is all. If there's any judgment that is attached to that sin that you commit, you're not the only one that suffers the sin. When your children, they come into existence, they too, that code is in their DNA. The code has every instruction of their life. If the code says, 20 years ago, your dad did this and he must be punished after 30 years, after 30 years, you will suffer it. That is what most of us here, we're suffering right now. Same problem. Same problem. You must know the value of inheritance and you must stick to inheritance. Some of you, God gave you the worship ministry. God gave you ministry to do this, to do that. But on the altar of fornication, on the altar of masturbation, on the altar of pornography, you have exchanged it. See young men today. There is something called the God of chance. I guess you know there's a God called the God of chance. The God of chance is the God that people that play betting, that's the God they worship. It's called the God of chance. Now when you go worship a God, you don't go empty-handed. You go with an offering. Everybody pay offering. It just matter where you are paying the offering. You go there, that money you are using to give them, to give you tickets, is an offering that you are giving to the God of chance. Now, when you give that offering to the God of chance, you have traded, oh, whoa! You have traded your trust in God for the trust in the God of chance. So you no longer trust God for what you need. You are trusting that, hey, maybe my lottery, my ticket will enter. So when you look, say, hey, now mind you, mind you, I, oh, uh, Ronaldo don't cut this ticket. Ah! Now, to you, it's Ronaldo that cut the ticket. But you have no idea that you have traded your trust in God to the God of chance. Now, you wonder why a situation will come in your life where you will now really need God. And you don't have any faith to trust him. You know what has happened? You have actually traded that thing to the God of chance. I can't tell Pastor Sam, I want to buy your phone. And then he said it's 200,000. I give him 200,000. 
and he gives me the phone. Who is the owner of the phone now? If he now comes and says, I want to use my phone to do WhatsApp, eh? Like how? Trade has taken place. Anytime there is a trade, an irreversible exchange occurs. And we exchange things every day. I'll close with this guy, with Abraham. You know, God has been teaching us a lot about Abraham lately. Yeah? God has been teaching us a lot about Abraham lately. Because Abraham has a lot to do with 2023. She's going to pay attention very well now. I'm going to be closing with this story of Abraham. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Oops, we're already out of time. Okay, that means I have to rush this. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, he is not yet Abraham at this point, he is still Abram. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thine out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will oh no 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 get out of where your country who's giving him instruction here who's giving him instruction here God Get out of your country. Get out of your kindred. Now, the question I have is this. Did God say, go with your cousins? I think that should be Isaiah. Um, Isaiah 51. Isaiah 51. Verse 2. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him how? alone and blessed him and increased him. So how did he call Abraham? Alone. It was not a group call. It was not a group chat. Say let us call Abraham. No. He called Abraham alone. That Abraham should leave. What's the next thing he said? And I will bless thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing now does this sound like an inheritance this is actually an inheritance but it is not really tangible yet hello is it tangible yet can Abraham see this thing by now so God is just telling him leave and when Abraham was leaving you know what he did right he carried Lot along with him did God say carry Lot and the Lord give him problem at the end of the day? He did. Until they split it. Before the voice of God came again and said now. Okay, now you are. You will see how Abraham messed up. You will see how Abraham traded his inheritance. The way most of us, we are trading right now our inheritance. The devil is just telling you, nothing dead there, nothing dead there. After you do that, eh, you will come and pray. After you lie, after you steal that money, you will come. Celebrate grace. When they... That's what he will tell you. 
everything you do that involves the devil will always get grave consequences it may not be now but when it will come it will be strong very strong what is the idea between what was the main thing that God wanted with Adam Adam should do what work with him is it for Adam to call on his name imagine me I'm working with this guy and then I'm working with him I've forgotten your name again Jerry I'm working with Jerry and then I start shouting Jerry Jerry when people look at me like is, is this guy mental so me calling his name when I'm working with him shows something is not right it means either he's deaf or I am deaf one deaf person is in the midst so if I am working with him I am not supposed to be what calling his name so what is the idea the idea has always been to what walk with God now Abraham got inheritance let's go to verse 8 please read your Bible Verse 8, and he removed from thence unto a, unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Does this sound good? It sounds like it's okay, but this is wrong already. Because what was the idea? Was the idea to call on the name of the Lord? No. What was the idea? Walk with God. If you're walking with Him, you don't need to call on His name. The proximity shows everything. That is the idea. The idea has never been call on the name of the Lord. Where did man start calling on the name of the Lord? Genesis chapter 4. The last verse. Man started calling on the name of the Lord. Why? Because man could no longer walk with God. When Enoch came, Enoch could see the timeline and say, No, this thing they call is supposed to be working. Enoch walked with God. Did you hear the Bible said Enoch called on the name of the Lord? Noah found grace in the sight of God because what Noah did what? Walked with God, not because Noah called on the name of God. So you see. Religion is a substitute for relationship. That is why the most dangerous people on earth are religious people. They will kill you and think they are doing God a service. It's supposed to be relationship. Walking with God. As you walk with Him, you will be transformed into His bride. That is the idea. That remains the idea. That will be the idea. Nothing short of it. So you see, Abraham... He's now calling on the name of the Lord. This is the idea. I'll show you. This is not the idea. So, has Abraham missed it in the first place here already? He has missed it. So that 
We come and we shout, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost. It doesn't form a hill of beans in heaven. Nothing. We can be shouting. We go kill all the witches today for ah yeah. Oh. Some will even brag. Now three days I go just give um if I enter if I enter that place, I just fuck. They won't threaten you. See, you're doing me like this. Three days I will give you. Anybody that prayed a prayer and somebody died, anybody, pastor, bishop, or who you are, if you ever prayed a prayer and somebody died, you partnered with the devil. God never answered that prayer. I will show you from scripture. Genesis will never answer that prayer. You partner with the devil and then your voice in the courtroom will be a voice that the devil will use and hit that person. And because the person does not know how to go into the court to answer their case and stand under the righteousness of Jesus and the blood of God and the blood of Jesus, the person becomes a victim. It's not God that answered. It's the accuser that used the voice to torment the, 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 the innocent person or the, the guilty person. So God has already given Abraham instructions. I will make you great. Just the way maybe God has told you. What's the matter? I'm going to make your worship ministry go around the whole world. But right now, you don't even have don't have jack, jack about, about you don't know in fact even you right now you are thinking whether you flash God or it's good God that called you or something you are wondering like ah is it, is it miscall is it, is it, you are wondering what is going on I'm going to make you a very good sound engineer that the whole world will hear you and right now you are inside voice of Nigeria carrying three consoles and you are just looking like this is not the idea. Where is the line array? Where are all these things? Where are uh, is, where you are may not look like what God has told you. But you know that what God told you is an inheritance that if you don't hold on to, you will lose it. You will trade it. And when you lose it, you may get things for exchange. But nothing can be exchanged for divine inheritance. Do you understand? Verse, verse 9 and an Abraham just drop 9 and Abraham journeyed going on journeyed going on still toward the south verse 10 and there was a famine there was a famine there was recession there was a famine fuel become 400 naira rice became 1000 bucks bag of rice became 50k Things became hard. And Abraham, Jabba. You know Jabba? And Abraham, what? Who told Abraham to leave his father's house? Yahweh, right? So who is supposed to tell Abraham where to go to? But is it God that told Abraham to go to Egypt? Abraham just feel, it is hard here. Now see, it is not looking like God said, I will bless you. I will make you great. You will bless me. You will make me great. But there's famine here. So there's one place that looks green. 
So let us go to that green. Obodo Ibo. Oh yeah. Um, immigration officer. I better process my passport. I need to travel. I need to travel. Abraham had the means to go. Abraham had the means to do what? To go. So what's there? I, 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 I can afford America. Oh yeah. Do my passport. Next week, I'm leaving for America. Nigeria is messed up. I, I'm tired of this government. I don't blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm, you don't even know the inheritance that God has given to you. So you want to trade it. Abraham is losing an inheritance here. Already, you will see how this thing is a problem in our world today. A trade that took place. Where did the trade took place? Here. Abraham went down to where? Went down to where? Egypt. To sojourn there for the famine was grievous in the land and it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt that he said unto Sarah his wife behold now I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon her Sarah at her age she was still hot like she was a hot babe and see some of our girls today now after they've exchanged so much blood, you see them and you ask, you say, how old are you? Just, they tell you, like, oh, you're looking younger than you, but even you, you know you just lied to her. You know that this is, she's looking mamakios right now. You just know. But Sarah, at her age, Abraham was so scared that, oh, man, I see the shook near this baby. Even though she, does, she cannot even give birth. Now let's see what Abraham did here. Then it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. So I pray thee, that say, I pray thee, that my sister. So Abraham is trying to say, What to get visa to stay in this land, make we lie. Hanib want to Japa, and they will falsify documents to them. Let's just enter there now. When we enter there, grace will. See what Abraham is doing here? Do you know what is happening here? You don't know the gravity of this thing until you see the full picture. So did they lie at the end of the day? You notice they lied, right? Abraham and Sarah. But truly, truly, do you know that Sarah is actually Abraham's sister? In reality. You know he's actually sister, but from a different mother. Same father, but different mother. You now wonder why God told Abraham, leave that zone. So that you too, you not be a player. Because your dad scored different goals. He was a striker. International, he's a World Cup, uh, intercontinental. CR7 of his time. But right now, that's not the thing. But Sarai, you notice that Sarai lied with him. The reason, even though they are saying the truth, but the motivation for that truth is fear. Do you know? Almost all of us, we lie. 
And if you ask yourself, why do you lie? It's fear of something. And do you know that when you leave the presence of God, the next thing that hits you is fear? When Adam was not in the presence, what is it? We heard your voice and we hid ourselves. Why? Why did they hide? Fear. So Abraham has stopped walking. So now what is happening to Abraham now? Fear that they will take his wife. Fear that they will take his wife. So that fear, but God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of boldness, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. So if Abraham was bold and his mind was sound, he would say, yeah, that's my, that's my, meet my beautiful wife. Have you met some proud men? When they know their wife is fine. So I'm, I'm, meet, 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 meet my beautiful wife. Oh my God. They, you know that, you know what I'm talking about? Boldness. Why are you bold to show your wife? You married her legally. You didn't carry cellophane. There's a follow me in cellophane where I go, we don't marry old. No, 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 no. You did the traditional rites, did everything, and then she's now your legal wife. So because she's a legal wife, you can take her anywhere. In fact, some pastors. Do I really see pastors doing that? I don't I don't think some pastors are that romantic, but God is raising some of us that will do that kind of thing. Kiss your wife in the public, like why they can't do that is because their side chick might even get angry, like ah, you kiss that woman in front of everybody. No, we don't care. Like, kiss your wife in front of everybody, like, oh sweetie, like, mm, like just it's true. You gotta be bold about what you have. So Abraham's confidence had dropped in this place. And so Abraham is like, no, I will not. I will not tell them. No confidence. Have you found yourself in a place of low confidence? It shows that you are not working with God. See, any child that is working with his father is very confident. Any child that is working with his father, even if the father is the weakest man on earth, the child does not know. As far as the child is concerned, this is the only hero I know. So if the child has said, let us go, Junior. If the child, if the father tells the child, we're going to beat them, the child will just follow. And when they see they give it the father water water. Daddy, how did it happen? The daddy will still explain. But not our father. Our father is El Elyon, possessor of the heavens and the earth. So what happened here? Abraham had lied. I'm showing you something. Oh. Did the lie give Abraham things? Did the lie give Abraham things? Yes. You notice, right? Read the story when you get back home. You notice that something happened and uh, Pharaoh came back. Oh, maybe I should read something here just to show you. And it came to pass that when Abraham was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her. Hey, man, this babe must be. Everybody just seen this babe. And commanded her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was what? And the woman was what? Taken. That word taken there is still the same Hebrew word what? Laka. Taken where? Into where? Pharaoh's house. To do what? 
to become wife. Okay, let's see what happened next. And the Lord did what? Plead Pharaoh and his house with what? Great plagues before Sarah, because of what? Sarai, Abraham. So, what was happening here now? Because of Sarai, the house of Pharaoh is in trouble. How many of you here, you bought some things and you don't know that that is the thing disturbing you? Some of you, you don't know. Anywhere you just see chain, you just buy. The one for handle, the one for neckle, the one for ankle, the one for waist, the one for ear. The, once it's chain, anything that doesn't make you look bling, 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 bling. Now we they have. You don't know some of those things are heavy incantations. And you're wondering, how come they compress me every night? They have access through the you know that's why some people they say they sleep they don't wake up they press the neck the neck the man the, the man couldn't even shout you at least you can shout jesus that one could not shout jesus so i said i give up and then they wake up in the morning they snoot the spirit out the body's lifeless they took the thing away the guy's dead by now precious holy spirit And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why did thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Abraham, no boldness. You want to go for visa? You have to lie and lie and lie and lie. Check your life today. All the things you got, which of them can you stand and say, This was gotten in righteousness? Hello? I'm inside, I'm on top of hospital bed right now. They put me 25 drip. And then they just send you 500 cases. That's the only thing that will make them give me money. If I don't do like this now, they will not give me money. You're not working with God. So you're afraid. You have turned men into your source. Because this is a man that put his trust in the arm of flesh. Do you know what is the curse? It's an empowerment to fail. Hmm. Take hand, go thy way. Verse 20. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him. And they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. Prior to this time, we don't see Abraham carrying so many things. There's a particular woman that Abraham that joined Abraham in this journey. Do you know what is her name? You know what's her name? Hagar. Hagar is an Egyptian. When did Abraham go to Egypt? When he stopped walking with God, he traded his inheritance. What was the inheritance? I will make you great. I will do this for you. I will do that for you. And Abraham traded it because there was famine. So he wanted to go where there is greener pasture. So Abraham went where there is greener pasture. And now, no more confidence in God. He cannot talk about God confidently. He just know. Let's just obey the country rules and regulations. Now, in Nigeria before, you can preach. 
but where you are now is called don't don't talk to anybody let us just obey obey but meanwhile you can pay your bills you can send money home but yet you have traded inheritance So what did Abraham do with Hagar? Carried Hagar. They went out. They continued the journey. I will not read again because of this. I will just explain the story and then we will pray. Sarah got to a particular point. She couldn't take in again. Yeah? She couldn't take in. And what did she tell Abraham? Take the maid. Who is the maid? Was Hagar from Abraham's house? From where? Egypt. Where he went to sojourn, where God did not tell him to go to. You see that place you are planning to go by yourself? Zukwani <laughs> Keo. Zukwani Keo. Rest, oh. You might spoil things for generations. Today, I wouldn't have Boko Haram if Abraham had not gone to, to Egypt. Do you understand what I'm talking about trading? When he was doing it, he just made, eh? Let's just go. And then Sarah said, sleep with her. And then Abraham did the thing. She became pregnant. Gave birth to who? Ishmael. When you are in a place where God did not send you, you will bet Ishmael in place of Isaac. What was the promise? Isaac. But the promise, you see, Abraham started by trading inheritance of what God told him by going into Egypt. Now God has said, Isaac is coming. They still cannot believe Isaac is coming. They had to still trade it. When you start doing the wrong thing, you will continue to empower it with another wrong thing. But we serve a God of second chance. We serve a God of second chance. We serve a God of second chance. I said halak means what? Halak means walk with God. Oh. When you want to walk with God, if you see the pictograms in the Hebrew characters that constitute the root word for halak is hey, lamed, and calf. Hey is a picture. How many of you here you use emoji to, to communicate? When you just put that in and just, even though some people will put it and they're like, they're not smiling, but they just send smile to you. LOL, but they're not really laughing. You know? So when you see, the Hebrew pictograms, they represent something, they signify something. So what is halak? You notice that Abraham had missed it. And there's a new record of lie, of missing the work of the father in the life of Abraham. Oh, Jesus. Hey, is a picture of a man with his hands raised up like this. And what does that mean? Surrender. It also means to behold. It also means breath. It also means breath. Huh. Hey. When you lift your hands, it means you what? You surrender. 
When you lift your hands, it means what? You surrender. Lament is a picture of what? Lament is a picture of a shepherd's staff. So that lament is a picture of authority. And then calf is a picture of a hand. So, halak simply means surrendering to God so he can put authority in your hand. Surrendering to God so he can put authorities where in your hand. That's the picture of Halak. Because Abraham had no authority, Abraham was scared of talking to Pharaoh. Halak is surrendering. Who is the possessor of heaven and earth? Who is the possessor of heaven and earth? God, but which which name precisely? El Elyon. That's the God Mosai. That is the God that gave Abraham victory over his who? His enemies. Oh Jesus. He gave Abraham victory over who? Ab- over Abraham's who? Enemies. Aww. Remember when the children of Israel they were fighting the Amalekites? Huh? Remember, remember the time the Moses went up into a mountain. Aaron and all they were by his side. Anytime Moses lifts his hand, what happens? Israelites begin to win. As soon as Moses takes his hand down. Do you think that is an ordinary thing? (laughs) There's a technology there. So you see that Halak. So in that place, Moses was actually walking with God. Lifting your hands means I surrender to you. Then when you surrender, he gives you the authority over your enemies. Sometimes some things happen to you before God starts bringing the explanation to you. Do you know that is what happened to Abraham? When Abraham went against the kings of Chaudolama, Shana, and all that, when he conquered them, when he was on his way back, the king of Sodom came and said, the king of Sodom wanted to trade with him. He said, Abraham, now take the goods and give me the people. Do you know what Abraham told him? Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14. We serve a God of second chance. How did Abraham get a second chance? Melchizedek came and introduced Abraham. Genesis chapter 14. I'm going to read verse 22. And Abraham said unto the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine what? (laughs) I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor. But before now, Abraham didn't have this confidence. But now he said, I've lifted my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and the earth, that I will not what? <laughs> Remember, Melchizedek was the one that taught Abraham this thing. What did Melchizedek do when he met Abraham? What did he give Abraham? What did he give Abraham? Bread and <sighs> He was trying to tell Abraham that that error that you committed by going into Egypt, 
There is a, I am the priest of the Most High. There is a blood that was shed from the foundation of the world. It is that blood, as you partake in that blood, that thing will be dealt with, you will be given a second chance. So anytime you take communion, you are getting a second chance again into the things that you lost. Oh, Jesus. That I will not take a thread from even to a shoe latchet and that I will not take anything that is thine lest thou shouldest say I have made Abraham rich so that means Abraham was not conscious of the fact that there is somebody that can make him rich the goods from Egypt will not make him rich Achan thought that Babylonian garments will make him rich you know you are thinking that the systems of this world will make you rich so you are willing to lie you are willing to compromise because you don't know God must die Compromise everywhere. Compromise everywhere. I guess you know some of your music ministers that are boo boo. They've compromised a lot of things. But then if you see them inside shrine, you won't even know that they're the ones on the altar. God of second chance. Genesis chapter 17. So Abraham had gotten a second chance now. This one, somebody will read it for me. I won't read it myself. Just give, give them the mic on. Genesis 17. You see, had Abraham missed it, Abraham had missed it. Lot, um, um, did God give him the second chance already? Give him the second chance. I want to see how God reintegrated Abraham into the process again. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Read like an apostle. And when Abraham was 90 years old, uh-huh. and died, uh-huh. the Lord appeared to Abraham uh-huh. and said unto him, uh-huh. I am Almighty God. What is Almighty there? El- El- no. What is Almighty there? El Shaddai. What is a mighty God? The Demosa is what? Demosa is El Elion. Almighty is what? And I told you that in the year 2023, what names of God should you know properly and relate? El Elion and who? El Shaddai. Now read on, sir. Are you are you are you seeing the thing again back again? He missed it. So what is God doing to him now? Though you missed it, come back to the... Remember, Abraham was calling on the name of the Lord. Why didn't God tell him, now, call on my name? The point is not calling on the name of the Lord. Do you understand? The point is walking with God. Intimacy, relationship. I don't think my sister here would just allow any man walk with her. Just see a guy that you don't know. The guy just walking with her, holding her hand. Like that. She may even go and borrow a booking knife and say, Oga, Oga, are you fine? I'll change that for you now. Forget this quiet face. Wait, they see. Do you understand? You don't just walk with anybody. You walk with someone you have a relationship with. So this is 
relational connection. The, the word there, me, is the same Hebrew word, panim. And I've explained panim here before. Panim means faces. God does not have just one face. Just the way God does not have only one eyes. How many eyes does God have? Seven eyes. How many faces do we know that God got? Four faces. Face of the lion, face of the ox, face of the eagle, face of the man. So God is telling Abraham here, walk before me. That means turn towards my faces. That word me there is panim. Turn towards my faces and you will be flawless. What have you traded? See, every sickness that have hit you is a trade that took place somewhere that was wrong. It may be either you use your mouth to say, eh, I don't, de- I, don't de- I-, I know when this fever they come. You have traded something. But it's the point that you say, no. I knew- no, you can't enter here. Guard your heart lawlessness with all diligence. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, help us. Abraham said, remember I said, what is halak? Halak means what? Lifting up your hands so that he can put authority where? In that hand. Lifting up your hands. What did he tell the king of Sodom? I have lifted up my hands before who? The God Most High. It's a life of surrender. You only. You are the great and mighty God of all heavens. You're the God of all the earth. You are holy. I lift my hands. I lift my hands to you. Possess around the head. Possess all, possess around the earth. You are holy. You are the great and mighty God. You are the great and mighty God of all the You are the God of all the earth. You are holy. Where did Abraham start doubting God? He couldn't see the word of God coming through. What have God told you? Two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, it's not looking like it. And now you want to change your mind. Now you need to lift up your hands and say, Lord, I'm sorry. See, what birthright have you traded? Because you didn't know the value of it. So now because it gave you small money, would you lift your hands before the God most high? possession of heavens and the earth just begin to see those things Lord as an ecclesia we come under the covering of the blood of Jesus this night and Lord we access this mobile courts now our possessor of the earth you are holy. Let's honor God with this song in this place. I lift my hands. I lift my hands to you. Possess around the earth. Possess around the earth. You are holy. 
are the great and mighty God. You are the great and mighty God of all the earth. You are the God of all the earth. You are only. I lift my hands to you. I lift my hands to you. Possess around the head. Possess all the the great, you are the great, you are the great, you are the great and mighty God of all the earth, you are the God of all the earth, you are I lift my hands to you, Lord, I lift my hands to you, possess around the hand, possess all, possess around the
a trip took place that God has given you a second chance oh after this night there's going to be a fresh fire in your life God is judging that thing Lord we ask that you divorce us from that spirit of masturbation we don't want to be married to it again cut it out of our lives cut it out of our lives that spirit of lying cut it out the crown of your life that is missing God is crowning you again with glory God is crowning you with glory around the earth you are holy I lift my hands I lift my hands I lift my hands to you possess around Please let's get a communion, get the communion here. You are the great
artist, my sister here, I see, I see like a person that has been consistently deceiving you. There's this, there's this thing about deceit in disguise. Deceit in disguise. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, that demarcation we put this night. That demarcation we put this night. That demarcation we put this night. And the Lord is using her to talk to all of us here. Anybody that has been deceiving you in the name of promising you things that are shadabadabash. Lord, we repent of even trusting anybody. And we say, God, today, from today, we look to the hills from whence comes our help. Our help comes from you. And from this minute, possessor of the heavens and the earth, most I God. We say hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Oh. I'm seeing something about you. There's, an, there's, 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 there's this old struggle. There's this old struggle that has been there. Old struggle that has been there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. This thing was done in the other fetish way. Abraham was actually an idol worshiper. But God called him to walk with him. God is calling you to walk with him. Don't call on his name. Walk with him. And in the name of Jesus, that which has been set in motion and is already waiting to manifest, even in this December, it was about to strike. But thank God you are even here the last time. It is cancelled, it is destroyed, it will not stand in the name of Jesus. second chance this night everywhere we have traded wrongly and have put wrong records in our DNA we are engaging the record in the testimony of the body and the blood of Jesus and we are saying let that record in our DNA resonate to this record and begin to bear this record that's in the body of Jesus that's in the blood of Jesus we engage the sound of your DNA Oh, there are some of you here. Fresh sound of the Spirit will begin to come out of your mouth. After this night, the song of the Lord will well up from your heart. From within, when you sing, it's going to be a different level altogether. When you minister, it's going to be a different level altogether. It's not going to be a chance play again. The anointing of God is resting on you right now. We engage the fragrance. All that thing about curse. People just see you, they don't just like you. 
for no reason all that is ending this night because we're engaging the fragrance of his dna and we're engaging the light arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you nations shall come to the brightness of your rising kings shall come to the brightness of your rising break the bread and take it Nice. 